0: You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast, and Merry Christmas. So today's podcast is just sort of a reflection from Sunday's sermon, Uh, On Sunday, I preached about the shepherds and the angels, and I made a comment in the sermon that I wanted to talk more about my thoughts regarding the signs that the angel gave the shepherds. Because it was pretty simple. So today's the day. Let me give you what what I'm thinking. So in Luke's gospel, the angels appear to these shepherds in a remarkable scene in the nighttime sky. And they give them a message about the birth of Jesus. So let me read the text and I'll share my thoughts. Basically, today's podcast will be, why were the swaddling cloths that wrapped baby Jesus a remarkable sign? It doesn't seem remarkable at all. So let me read the text. Verse 8, chapter 2. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping a watch over their flocks at night. So right after this text, a whole host of angels appear and they begin to declare the glory of God. And then when the angels leave, the shepherds do what they were told. Basically, they go into Bethlehem and they find Jesus. They start to tell people about the angels' appearance. They start to tell Mary um, and and things just kind of go from there. Mary treasures them up from there in her heart. And the shepherds start to spread the word around the local area that Messiah has been born. Okay, so... Let's go back to verse 12. Uh, For years, I read verse 12 and scratched my head a little bit. The angels basically told the shepherds, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And I wondered, why is that a remarkable sign? Wouldn't every baby in Bethlehem be wrapped in cloths? And then you add that second part. Lying in a manger. Okay, well, maybe most babies would not be lying in a manger, delivered in circumstances that would require the family to place them for rest in a manger instead of in a better prepared place, more appropriate for a baby. Why was this the sign? I mean, let's be honest, swaddling cloths in a manger seem a pretty small sign. All right, a couple of things that I want to give my church family as you reflect on this Christmas season. And I hope these things will be impactful for you. Talk about them around the dinner table. If the podcast today is useful, share it with somebody else that might find it interesting. Let's unpack the thoughts. All right, number one, when the angel said this will be a sign to you, the sign wasn't just the swaddling claws and the manger. Well, part of the sign is the fact that angels have come and appeared to human beings to tell them what God's up to. So part of the sign is the fact that angels showed up to shepherds and sent them to Bethlehem. So when they get there and find the baby, what they're telling Mary is probably not, hey, Mary, there's going to be." A, we were told there'd be a baby. Probably what they're telling Mary that seems remarkable is angels came from heaven to tell us that your baby is Messiah. I'll bet that was very comforting to Joseph, remarkable to Mary, when shepherds started to show up and they had seen angels. Okay, so part of the sign is not just the claws and the manger, but the fact that angels came to earth and sent the shepherds. Angels came and said this happened. So that's that's the first thing on the board, that part of the sign is the actual announcement itself, that angels showed up. The divine has appeared on earth to show what God is up to. That's part of the sign. Just that they were predicting, not just that a baby has been born and this will help you find the baby. It'll be the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger, but the fact that angels came. The second part of it, okay, let's focus on these cloths and the manger. So wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. There's really not a lot that's remarkable about the swaddling cloths I, I looked into the into the word a little bit I looked into the Greek background it's pretty simple it's strips of linen or strips of cloth that are used to wrap a baby to keep them just we bundle our babies today babies like to be wrapped and held tight there's nothing you know super remarkable I know that there are some you know thoughts about how this might um, be something you know, with some prophetic context and I'll share my, my two cents on that in a second. But I actually think that one of the things that's remarkable, I think the angels had to say, wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger, for a peculiar reason. So think about it. If I'm a shepherd and I'm outside the, the city of Bethlehem and an angel comes and says, hey, Messiah has just been born. And it was important enough that he sent a delegation of the heavenly hosts to praise God and glorify him in the heavens and send you guys to meet the, the, the this, this baby. If I'm those shepherds, I'm going to go to Bethlehem and I'm knocking on every door, right? I'm looking at all the babies that I can find, but I would have very likely passed over Mary and Joseph. Because I'm going to say to myself, okay, this is Messiah. This is the line of David. What am I looking for here? I'm looking for a wealthy family, a powerful family, a noble family. I am looking for a baby that's wrapped in a purple blanket, you know, fit for a king. I am not looking for a baby that is wrapped in pauper's linen and laid in a manger. It's almost like they had to tell them this sign as if it was a warning that when you find this baby, he's going to be in a humble circumstance that you're barely going to believe, but we're telling you ahead of time so you'll actually know that's the baby. Stay there. Okay, to me, that just highlights something remarkable about the entire story of the birth of Jesus, and that is that when God chose to redeem us, he chose to do it in the most remarkable way. Way, He chose to come and live among us, to take on flesh, to walk in our streets, to die a brutal death, to become a sacrifice for us. But the beauty and the humility of the birth of Jesus is simply that he is born to a poor family, wrapped in normal cloths, and laying in a humble manger. He wasn't born in a palace when God chose to redeem us. He redeemed us in the most humble way, including a cross and a death and a resurrection. But it even began with a beautiful simplicity. So I hope just the message of this humble baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger will give you some confidence today. Maybe you're not a king, or maybe you're not on track to win a Nobel Prize, or to be Petal's most famous citizen, or to be the standout person of the Pine Belt 2022. Hey, guess what? When God came to redeem us, he came with a gospel that began in a manger. So the sign to the, to the shepherds was wrapped in swaddling claws, ordinary swaddling claws, lying in a manger. And I think The angels had to say that so the shepherds would know that this that looks so remarkably humble is actually the king, the Messiah that you're looking for. Don't mistake it. Don't go farther looking for some more noble looking baby. This is your baby. I wonder how many of us pass over the true gospel of Jesus because of its simplicity and humility, because we think it's got to be harder or more complicated or we have to do more. It's got to be more works based. I I think that it's beautiful that the gospel began this way. Okay, the last thing I want to say, and this is not necessarily prophetic, but it is at least um, in the pattern of the writing. So Luke wrote this gospel for us, and he he told us that when Jesus was born, Mary took him and wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger. And then the angel basically repeats that and passes that on um, to the shepherds. So now I'm going to read verse 7 of Luke 2. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. So gave birth to her firstborn, wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger. So it's not the same word. It's a different word for wrapped in cloths. Instead of swaddling cloths appropriate for a baby, it's a totally different word, but it's the same pattern. Fast forward to Luke chapter 23, verse 53. After Jesus dies on the cross, Luke writes in his gospel that they took his body, wrapped it in linen, and placed it in a tomb, t- tomb hewn from rock where no man yet had lain. And so as the story began, a mother tenderly taking Jesus, wrapping him in swaddling clothes and laying him in a manger humbly, so it ends humbly. Christ's body taken down, wrapped in burial linens, and laid in a rock-hewn tomb where no one yet had lain. I wonder if, as Luke wrote chapter 2, wrapped and laid, he was thinking about Luke 23, what would come later after the cross, wrapped in a different type of cloth, laid in a tomb. And it just connects for me that Christ came in that manger, humbly, intending to To save us in humility and deliver us from our sins. And on both sides of the gospel, the beginning and the end, wrapped and placed uh, in a very humble setting. First a manger, second a tomb. So as these angels spoke to the shepherds in that field, they said, you're going to find the Messiah. Here's a sign. We're telling you angels are here. Number two, it's pretty humble. Don't be surprised when you see it. Wrapped in swaddling cloths and laid In a tomb, and they began to declare the good news of the gospel which would be satisfied by Luke 23 when Christ was placed in a tomb so he could rise from the dead and give us life forever. Church family, I love you. I hope that you have found uh, this podcast interesting enough to ponder the Christmas story with fresh thoughts. I love you. Uh, God bless you. I cannot wait to see you this week on Saturday night at the Christmas Eve service and again at 1030 on Sunday morning for worship on Christmas morning. It's a great opportunity to invite friends and guests, and I hope you will do just that. God bless you. Have a fantastic Christmas.